Good morning and welcome to WSAU Feedback. I'm Meg Ellison. Thanks for joining me this morning. I am joined in studio by two representatives from the Wassa School District, Superintendent of the Wassa Public Schools, Dr. Keith Hiltz, and School Board Member John Kreischer. We're going to have a conversation about some changes that are going to come to the Wassa School District, changes that I will say personally, I believe I've, I've read about them, I've heard about them. I, change is difficult for adults, I think, maybe for some kids, but I really do believe that we have to take a lot more, have a lot more confidence in our children, and they're very resilient as a parent. I know that when I would buy them Christmas presents when they were little, they used to play with the boxes that the, that the Christmas presents came in, that the toys came in more than they did the toys. So they're easily amused, they're easily adaptable, and I really think that in my opinion, I think we need to give, at least give this plan a chance and hear what uh, the school board members and the administration has to say because there is a problem in the school district that they are trying to solve. John Kreischer, welcome to the show. Thank you. Superintendent Dr. Hiltz, thank you for coming this morning. Good morning. Thanks morning. for having us. Okay, so let's let's get right into this. I don't like to talk over my guests. I like to give you the open mic. So let's talk about what you are proposing and why you are proposing what you are. Yeah, I'd like to start with, you know, um, some things that we've been hearing or that you might be seeing out in the media and that this proposal was just dropped on people. This is a proposal that was not brought forward by the board or necessarily even the administration. There were subcommittee meetings that parents had an opportunity to participate in, mm -hmm. and many very valuable parents uh, did participate. Um, teachers, staff, and some board members participated in a secondary and an elementary subcommittee meetings, many of them throughout the this last year. Um, and they brought, they sat there in a room and got a lot of information from administration, and they threw spaghetti on the wall. What's going to stick? What makes sense? What can we do here? Knowing that we have declining enrollment, which is a function of, you know, families not having as many kids and, you know, Wausau isn't a booming area. People aren't, you know, moving to Wausau in droves like they are maybe Sun Prairie or, or something like that. Um, we have demographic shift, which has taken place for decades to the west because of access to amenities and uh, lower construction costs and access to city sewer and water. That's why, that, why the west is being built uh, up and why that demographic shift has happened. Um, so these plans were brought forward by parents and by teachers and by administration of what what can we do to be proactive about um, the fact that we are spread thin. We have a finite number of resources in this district, and we can either take those resources and we can do really awesome things, programs, curriculum, um, access to the you know for the students, and they and every single student can access it, or. We can stay spread thin the way that we are, and you know things will continue to decline. Inequalities will exist from one side of the river to the next, and I think it's time to bring this community together. And many also, you know, believe in that as well. That's why these proposals were brought forward. So status quo means just really kicking the can down the road because there are some problems in the district that need to be addressed and perhaps have not been addressed. Uh, it, it, with previous school boards, and it's probably gone on, I would say, I don't know, Dr. Hiltz, for a long time. A long time. You know, as you can see, you know, from people's responses, this kind of a change is very difficult. Um, 
I shared at the, the last meeting, there are a number of, of larger school districts in the state that are facing very similar circumstances, and, and they're going to be taking or need to be taking similar kinds of actions. So we're not alone in this. Um, you know, I, uh, it, one thing I want to say is that the, the Wausau School District offers a great education right now, right? And it's better in some pockets than others. And what we want is truly excellent opportunities for every child. That's what this is really about. Um, you know, the slowly, slowly over time, you know, we've had to reduce some programs. We've had to reduce staff. Um, it's almost imperceptible. And that's part of the problem because people don't really feel the pain. I was talking to some of our principals last week uh, about this again. Um, this happened to be Mr. Jeb Steckbauer, principal at Wausau West. And he said, you know, we used to be able to offer a, a section of, of accounting one and a section of accounting two and a section of accounting three. And, and now we have to combine those together. So the, the, the students get their classes, but they don't get them to the same level that we really want them to, to be accessing them. So it's small erosion changes like that that are happening across the country because of resources, because of uh, declining enrollments. Um, so, so we're really good. We just want to be a lot better. Good to great, right? That was one of the themes we talked about a couple of, of meetings ago. Yeah, and take that and take two high school platforms, and then you're you're doubling up. You're trying to create the same, you know, uh, system in each, and, and it, you just can't do it. You're spreading, you know, if we want to do a really awesome science and a robotics lab, well, we can do that really well in one place and give every kid access to it, or we do it in one place and only those kids get access to it, and we can try to bust them over, but it doesn't work real well, you know, so... We're trying to be smart about resources, you know, in the district. Yeah. So yeah, there was another good example that was brought up uh, during a, a board meeting where there there were five. They're talking about five business teachers that are available at West for those students to access, and one at East. Is that fair? You know, I, I mean, so these kids over here get access to one business teacher, and the ones at West get access to five. Yep. How about bringing those resources together so that every student has access to the same, you know, quality teachers and the same resources, we pool that together. What are some of the uh, criticisms or concerns that you are hearing from those in the in, that are citizens in the district, whether they're parents or whomever? I can, I can yeah. speak to that, yeah. It's the, uh, so let's see, first of all is the transportation question, right? People are worried that uh, you know, bus rides are going to get significantly longer. Um, you know, we we uh, we've thought about that. We've talked to the city. We've talked to the county. We've talked to our our bus provider. You know, frankly, you know, this is going to be two and a half years out. If people are concerned about transportation, then let's get a really good team together, create the best plan we can, so that we can, you know, offer transportation. I, I'm excited about the possibility that perhaps you know we can do some 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 bus travel or some kind of transportation later in the day, you know, so parents, you know, so, so kids can take part in after school activities, um, and then, and still have, you know, a ride home or to, you know, somewhere. So I, I'm, I'm, there's so many possibilities. Um, I, ha you know, we, we've certainly looked at the possible negatives. Um, but I, I just think there's, there are, when we, when we work together and as a community, we can just solve so many problems. And with two and a half years, you know, who knows what, what our bus company might be, who knows what our opportunities might be. So transportation is one big uh, um, 
one big concern, but I will tell you, I, I've, we've always got to take this. We can't isolate just one factor. Would we trade a 10-minute longer bus ride in order to offer every student equal access to programming, higher quality programming, more diverse programming, right? We, you know, we can, instead of, you know, two engineering classes, maybe there's three instead of, you know, what, and what kind, I was talking to some teachers the other day who were really excited about the opportunity to, to come together to plan new course opportunities. What wow. happens if you bring an English and a social studies teacher together, right? What kinds of thematic work might they be able to do when we pool our resources? Sorry, Meg, you got me going now. No, I, no, no. I just keep talking. Yeah, no, it's I, good I think, radio. I think Bring people are caught up in the moment, the here and now. Transportation is is rough right now. We have a shortage of bus drivers. Um, you know, it's and, and we're not the only district feeling it. Every district around us and in the state and probably most in the country are feeling the, the same uh, pressure and pains. So they, they, they take that, what's happening here today. But you have to look, like Dr. Hilt said, this is we have two and a half years to figure out the transportation aspect of it and like dr hilt said is a 10 minute additional uh add to the to the ride worth the amazing things that could come from you know this restructure and consolidation i think so i, I think i think we can do some i'm excited about the amazing things that can be done you know one of one of the items is through consolidation We'd be able to solve a crisis here in this community, which is childcare. Um, mm -hmm. I forget who was in front of us in the board meeting, so I apologize. Yeah, but, Mr. Uh, Bailey from the YMCA. Well, and and uh, the other uh, gal that was there that uh, shared that there's a there's been a 60% loss in capacity for childcare in this community. If you're having a child right now, you are having a tough time trying to find childcare yeah. in this community. A 60% so 60% loss. Mm -hmm. So people are really hurting to tr try and find childcare. So we could repurpose one of one or two of the elementary mm -hmm. schools to solve a problem here in this community and benefit our district uh, because of that and attract good teachers who want who will have access to that childcare. You know that that's solving many problems in one fell swoop, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I have heard from some concerned parents. I think parents that are concerned about the the changes at the high school mm -hmm. level and they're expressing concerns about the sports programs mm -hmm. and how it in, in this parents from this parents perspective it will take opportunities away because perhaps it'll be the the athletics will be more competitive it'll be more difficult for kids to vie for the spots on a varsity team or whatever it is and and even just at you know just something as as simple as there will only be one prom king and queen now. Talk about some of those issues. And, and I mean, I think, I don't know, I, I could respond to them, but I'm giving you guys the opportunity to do so. I, I guess when it comes to athletics, I mean, I think that's where many of these disparities exist. So uh, I've, I'm friends with a lot of the football coaching staff, and, and I've heard from them, and they've said absolutely the, the players at East would easily be able to fold into the program you know, at West if we were to come together. There's, you know, they, they were uh, down to an eight-man football team, you know, the last couple of seasons. Two years. Mm -hmm. So is it fair to those kids that they have to remain in a program that, uh, you know, is not, uh, you know, a competitive program? How about the four, four or five kids that are playing hockey over at East that are part of a consortium team with several other districts? I'm pretty sure those kids could fold into the hockey team 
uh, that we currently have as one high, you know, if we became, became one high school. When we're talking about going, we're talking about putting 10, 11, 12 into one school west right mm-hmm. now. You're not talking about this huge, huge influx. What are we talking? Three, 400 uh, additional students that would enter that school. So right. we would be at, uh, what, what, we would be, yeah, it would be about, th- there are some projections. It'd be between sixteen and 1,800 <clears throat> students over the next 10 years. Right. And, yeah. and right now we have about 1,400. So I, I think there are disparities that already exist that are unfair from one side of the river you know, to the next. And, and Jeb Steckbauer, uh, principal of, of West, uh, shared at the last board meeting that you know there are still sports that we can't even fill out a full varsity, JV1, JV2, JV3 um, right now. So um, is it true that maybe there are some opportunities uh, that will be lost? Maybe, but there's also an opportunity when we pool these resources together. It's getting harder and harder to find coaches. Um, you know, pooling these resources together will have more funds to uh, buy equipment for the for the students and and support those teams. When we're spread thin and doubled up, it becomes harder. Um, you know, I think it's a it's a very smart and wise thing uh, to to bring this community and this district together. You know, I know I I got an email from a parent who is concerned about and and you can address this why a, a referendum was passed to improve the esports complex to a state-of-the-art varsity complex if it will now be, if East will now be used at the junior high school level. Can you address that concern? In my opinion, I think it, the, all of these hard trends that we've been talking about, declining enrollment, you know, it's not going to change. I think it's a waste to do something somewhere that will maybe ultimately not be used properly capacity wise there's a reason why when we were when this referendum was being brought forward that the board took out was it 40 uh, 60, 60 60 million dollars mm-hmm. for the elementary schools because we have 13 elementary schools a district our size typically has six to eight elementary schools we the writing is on the wall we have a school with less than 100 students in it we have to be smart with taxpayer funds and the resources that we have and so that's why money was taken out of the referendum because n- we were seeing that no one had an appetite to pour money into schools that were likely to be closed. Would that be smart to, uh, to add an addition onto a school that's going to be closed? I don't think that's a really wise thing to do. So we wanted to be conscious of you know, the fact that we were going to have these discussions. Let's, let's address the needs that we have now, and let's go back and let's talk about what we need to do in this district to be smarter, and to provide better opportunities, you know, for our students and staff, uh, so that we can, you know, we're a good school. Mm-hmm. We want to be a very, very good school, consistently, you know, an yeah. excellent school district. Yeah. Well, so my guest this morning, Dr. Keith Hiltz from the Wassa School District. He's the superintendent, and John Kreischer, one of the school board members. I am marveling over the fact that I think I met the two of you around the same time, and you seem to be partnering and working very well now because when when you first met i know there were john you were a parent that was concerned about some of what was going on in the wasa school district so it really is a testament to uh the willingness to want to make the school district the best that it can be 
And as a parent, I think as as a you're in in business as a a business minded individual, you're looking at the not only the the problem that we're seeing in the district, but the the fiscal responsibility to the taxpayer, and then listening to what a superintendent is is charged with. I think that you are. I mean, it's it's great to see that you are working now. As, as partners, as opposed to, I think, when, when you two first connected, it was o- under different circumstances. Sure. Well, we've always had, you know, and, and I would say this about all of our board members, it, you know, it, it's always kids first. So that that's a real uh, easy unifying factor. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we work well together. Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we might not see eye to eye on, on a lot of things, but we work together professionally as, as adults. And that's that's what we should do. We should come together and, and solve problems. And, um, you know, uh, in solving problems, there's compromise. And like you said earlier, Meg, change is, is difficult. I, I, I don't take what we're talking about lightly. I have four children in this district, young, too. I have an eight year old. Uh, in second grade, so he's going, and I have middle schoolers, and they're going to be a part of this transition. But I'm confident that kids are uh, resilient and adaptable. And yes, we went through some difficult times during COVID. That's why I got involved. I want the best for my children and for the students of this district. And I, I, I hope that this community can get past their uh, certain, len- you know, specific lenses or bubbles. And think about the broader picture and what this can represent. And instead of, you know, you know, naysaying certain aspects, maybe come together and figure out how to help us solve some of these concerns like transportation or, um, you know, uh, some of the various other challenges, you know, that that exist. Well, thank you, guys. So we're going to take a break and I'm going to roll right into the 830 news, followed by the second half of feedback. We'll rejoin the conversation and perhaps take a call or two from our listeners and uh, hang tight. We'll be right back on WSAU Feedback.